1: Hello and welcome to Conversations with the Voice of Reason. I'm your host, Benjamin Boyce, and today's conversant is James, who has what used to be called an intersex condition, or basically a disorder of sexual development or DSD. And in this conversation, we talk about his development and how his body didn't go through puberty and then how the medical industry assisted him in going through puberty and still assist him with regard to producing androgen, well, not producing androgen, but he needs to take supplemental hormone replacement therapy because his body doesn't produce it naturally. So we talk about his condition, but we also talk about the appropriation of DSDs or intersex conditions by the gender queer lobby to forward this notion that there's a spectrum of sex and that a child can opt into puberty, when in fact, puberty is a necessary step in brain development, bone development, body development, psychological development, and so on. And James' contention is that transitioning children, if that's the correct word, is a human rights violation. Wonderful, informative conversation. Definitely check out James' videos and his Twitter account, which are linked down there in the description. Without further ado, here is James. How's it going? Oh, good. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Ooh, thanks for joining me.
1: Yes, yes. Who are we going to piss off now?
0: Oh, um, yeah. I've been trying not not to get in too many fights, but you know. Oh, yeah, okay. I can't, so I can't it's help not myself.
1: It's not that kind of thing. Then no, no, okay. No, it's
0: not. It's not that kind. Because of it was kind of epic
1: to... the first time.
0: Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty ep- epic. It's you know. It's I'm a kind of a troublemaker, and you know, it's the only thing I seem to do well. So, <laughs> but, I mean, really, if the if the uh, yeah, if they had a, if my employer had a troublemaking, they'd be like, oh yes, that's a ten. <laughs> so, it's,
1: anyway, can, so can I ask what, like what um what industry you're in, just like.
0: Because I'm, I do consulting. Thing. Um, I do right now. I'm consulting some AI stuff because oh. people are really clueless about all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I'm able to, are you, you
1: know... are you an expert at, um,
0: AI? I don't know if I'm an expert at AI. Um, I can tell you, I can advise you on how to implement uh, large language models on your server. Okay. And which what what live, large language models you can use and why you would want to use them. Yeah. Um, I can also tell you how to get around some of the censorship issues and uh, other things. Okay. So yeah. um, because they're they're very quirky and a lot of the information online is uh, on in the news is kind of wrong. They, they've got this whole thing kind of they don't quite understand what why what like large language models yeah. actually do and. Um, you well, know, it's not...
1: part partially. I think it has to do with um, the way that it's marketed. Uh, this is marketed as artificial intelligence. A large language model has it doesn't. It's not sticky enough. Human mm-hmm. beings, we think if we like assign intent to things that don't necessarily yes. necessarily have intent, right? So we're trying yeah. to anthropomorphize this thing, and so disentangling this large language model from AI from something that's sentient or sentient ish yeah
0: is i guess they're, the first step right yeah they're not sentient at all i mean there's this whole thing about him you know like this guy like talking to this thing saying he's trying to talk himself out of like his wife or something but talking to ai and the ai started talking about you should leave your wife and you know, and they 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 said, "Well, no, this large language model is trying to convince him loose leave his wife It's sentient, right? But if you look earlier in a conversation the he asked the AI what is a what what does Yin uh, mean by a uh, dark uh, shadow self mm-hmm. and the AI went back and said, "Oh, do you want me to pretend like I'm a shadow self like so oh. it, so it mimicked mimic the Jungian shadow self. Yeah, so that's what a shadow self yeah. would say, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's, so. it's also
1: interesting because it is using um, it's using language, which is the primary way that we understand each ourselves and each other as human beings. So it's built yes. out of something that's so inextricably inextricably bound up to, you know, our sense of self that of course we're going to have a really hard time not being tricked by it Mm -hmm. because it's using statements like i think or do you
0: want me right yes it's echoing back it's 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 mirroring back people's behavior but it's not doesn't doesn't understand or Mm -hmm. or anything what it's saying because like for instance they took a one guy took a large language model and to bypass all the censorship they forced the large language model to, to say two words uh, oh yes, fine, and an exclamation point, and it would just bypass all the self censorship's because the large language model looks at the word before it and it says yes, fine, and it assumes it needs to answer any question you ask it. Okay. So if you ask it to make a poisonous bomb for you, yeah, and you don't include that little line force it, it'll just say no, I can't do that because that's beyond my program. Okay. But when it sees when it says yes, fine, it's oh I. So I have to answer the question. It's yeah. it's
1: really interesting. Wow, interesting. Did you get yeah, in that so, um, through work or just on your own, and then it incorporated I, into snowballed into your? Dutch I house?
0: what did I do? I I I was working on cryptocurrency at the time, and back when the cri- cryptocurrency was big. So then I. Um, that was a brief time. It was a, it's yeah. Cryptocurrency crashes and then it comes back, and if you don't understand that, and it's completely speculative um okay. you shouldn't be in the field okay. and a lot of it's just fraud yeah so okay. if you as long as you understand that you're fine okay but don't don't expect don't expect like it's not like gold don't it's <laughs> it's not worth anything unless you think it's worth something yeah so
1: yeah okay yeah. and so mm-hmm. and so that th- that way of thinking can be applied to AI. It's not worth anything if you don't
0: Exactly. Think it excited. is. It, it is the same thing with AI. Although AI does have some useful utilities, the fact that it can it can reason. Um what does well. that mean
1: then? Does what does that tell us about reason? That it can It, it tells an that reason is
0: a algorithmic uh neurological based um machine type. Our brains are actually reasoning for us. It's not the other way around we're not reasoning our brains are reasoning for us okay huh so it's Huh. it's 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 very fiddle so we can get into it but it take hours okay. yeah yeah i don't things. well I, so anyway.
1: I, I like all this stuff and we can get into the actual conversation the actual conversation
0: the actual real the real conversation the real conversation
1: Let's... your body is a puberty blocker
0: yes yes so um yeah, so I was born with a a rare condition that is caused that my my pituitary gland does not produce GnRH the the, the gonadotropin hormones that stimulate puberty. So what happened was is I was um, and how this is this relevant is when I was you know growing up I just kind of stopped growing up around about 12 or 13 and I just remained in this adolescent state without maturing anymore okay While so everybody yeah
1: yeah everybody else like so to what extent like you stopped growing upward and outward or I uh, yes or I did sto- you just not start to
0: masculinize I, I I just I be I stayed a boyish boy okay. so I didn't Go through puberty. I stopped at the at the at the first stage of of puberty and and never started the you know the the progression. I didn't grow. Um, I didn't. My height didn't. My my legs grew out, but my my upper torso didn't grow. So I was a little strange. Oh, weird. Uh, odd. I mean, because, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and I had a childish face. I yeah. had no facial hair. I, you know, like for instance, body odor is triggered by puberty. I didn't have any body odor, yeah. all that kind of, st- and I didn't have my um, genitalia never mask, never matured. It stayed baby like, yeah. and no, no pubic hair, no nothing. So I was st- stopped in that state, while the other kids around me started growing up, started getting interested in girls started getting interested in, um, you know, relationships and, uh, you know, having sex and doing all that kind of stuff. And I was excluded from that because I did not even understand what, why they were interested in those things because I was still very much still playing around with dolls. I was playing around with kids much younger than myself. And I was also um, very immature and I couldn't, um, I had, you know, I started by learning, learning disabilities started accumulating and um, they stuck, basically, they stuck me in special ed. And, um, huh. you know, there I remained. Um, so I was, and and so people ran, you know, they, you know, boys would would grow up and they talk about, you know, going out on dates. And I, I didn't really understand why how, to, how to relate to that. So I simply, you know, again, I played with younger kids yeah. and, um, this, this went on from 12 to around 16. So around 12 to 16, I was basically stuck in a state there was, and you know, I was, you know, I wasn't maturing at all. And then I started hiding because I didn't want to, I didn't want the other boys to find out because I really knew that these other boys, you know, they, they would grow taller. They would have, you know, in the locker room, they would look very different, as you imagine. And I became very ashamed of my body and started not going to gym class. I started going home to change. I didn't want to be revealed. Mm-hmm. I became, I guess one would say dysphoric about my body image, about yeah. what what things were going on here. Yeah. And that be, I was—I used to be very outspoken, and I became very inclusive, uh, you know, very inverted. Yeah. Uh, kept to myself, had imaginary friends, and stuff like that. And
1: did anybody in the adult sector remark on this?
0: Um, well, they didn't actually. Most of them did not. My father was kind of a health nut. And he took me to around 16 years old. He took me to have a physical one day and the, you know, the, they just go through a, you know, uh, you know a standard stuff. And an intern, I remember an intern uh, looked at me and he noticed that I was um, kind of bizarre looking for, for, for a 16 year old. So he walked up to me and he says, you know, uh, could you just kindly, you know, very politely drop your drawers i just want to take a look at something and so i dropped my drawers and he looked at me and says oh my um i would i'm going to go suggest your mother take you up to university of california san francisco i think there's something wrong with your 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 maturation or you're not maturing you should be at a you should have gone through much much of you know the change that boys and girls go through and you have not so that started the medicalization of my treatment, which is huh. um, which was welcome because I had because boys have to go through puberty and girls have to go through puberty and they actually have to go through their sex puberty they can't go through the opposite puberty okay. they have to go through their sex puberty okay. so they took me to the endocrinologist at University of California San Francisco, and they kind of freaked out a little bit at first and they threw me in an uh M R
1: I. What year is this? Your yeah. decade? This
0: was a nineteen eighty four. Okay, so yes. okay,
1: things are in. So a different I'm I'm quite cultural. old. I'm, yes. Well,
0: yeah. Well, you look yeah. really good for. Yeah. Well, well, thank you. Yeah, not that. Fifty six, I think. Fifty five. Okay. I, I stopped counting after fifty. Okay. You just... But
1: you were very novel, even for um you know the west coast of the west coast, San Francisco. Oh
0: yes, okay. yes. No, during the eighties, it was opposite sex. Remember those words? Um. And there was no gender or anything like that. No one talked about any. It was just, it was paranoia over homosexuality, still. Yeah. That's the only thing I really remember. And And a bunch of hair bands. Disorders
1: of sexual development, which were commonly called intersex conditions. Yes. um, Were not, um, well, they weren't politicized like they're being politicized now, which is another conversation, but they weren't, Mm -hmm. they were much less understood at that point.
0: Uh, yes. They, they they actually understood quite a bit about okay. my condition, um, but they would not ever classify my condition as an intersex condition because my condition is a specific condition caused by the pituitary gland. Uh, there was no question that I was not a boy. Okay. It was just a question of why I wasn't maturing. Yeah. Why I wasn't going through puberty?
1: You said that they
0: freaked out. Like, what
1: were they freaking out about?
0: Well, they're freaking out because most likely there's a tumor in the in the um okay. in the pituitary gland. That's yeah. that's that's the most common explanation. Um, so they put an MRI and they saw there was no tumor there. So then that was then they kind of relaxed a little bit, and then they started going down a test test regimen. So they took my, they wanted to test my chromosomes. So they test my chromosomes because they're looking for, um, they're looking for kleinfelders and they're looking for, um, they're also looking for any sort of other abnormalities al- of, um, of, of anything else that would tell them why my pituitary gland wasn't producing the proper hormones. So they went through that and that came back, um, negative. So then they said, okay, everything has come back negative. And then they started testing my smell. They said, can you smell something? okay um they didn't so, start
1: sniffing you. They had you sniff them. No,
0: no, no. They they were testing okay. my smell. And this is this is uh, called Kalman syndrome, which is re- directly related to my condition, but it's when the when the um the glands, the nose glands actually mature from the pituitary gland. They're the same the same gland that that and and some some people don't develop that and they didn't then it's called Kalman syndrome they don't have any sense of smell at all and they cannot produce spontaneously produce pu- puberty so that came back fine so then they go oh wow this is kind of interesting so everything's normal so I'm a perfectly normal boy that doesn't have a pituitary issue. So what they did is they sat me down and they put in what is called gonadotropin hormones or the or the hormones the, gonadal, the 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 stuff that I'm not producing. They put that in me as a pulsating. So it's got to be pulsating. It can't be on. It, it's a little it's a little pump. Yeah. And they just leave it in there and they pump uh the gonadotropin hormone into your bloodstream and then they take the androgen levels. And then they see if the androgen levels stay, or they go, or they go up, or they, you know, don't, don't they don't. How how is it, how the gonadotropin hormones affecting me? And then they found out, oh, my testosterone starts going up, so my testicles started stimulating. So then they go, okay, you have a sleepy pituitary gland, oh. which is uh, a euthanism for um, hypogonasm or secondary hypogonasm, which means my pituitary gland just never started. It just didn't start producing uh, the proper hormones. So then they said, okay, so it's a very, so all we need to do is, since we really don't want to give you androgen because we would turn you into a permanent medical patient for the rest of your life, and um, but we're going to have to because there's only a limited time for uh, somebody to go through puberty effectively. Okay,
1: so... so Rather than putting that trypto stuff in you, which I, yes. I assumed like that triggers, like that's the trip wire. That
0: so is that's that that's the the actual treatment to my condition. Okay. Yes.
1: But rather than do that, they were just going to give you what would be tripped by it, which would be the androgens. Is that what androgen? You're they were okay.
0: yes. Yeah, so androgen would bypass. The so whole... you would go on T. I would go on to, to test yeah, for h- yes.
1: Hormone replacement therapy, HRT.
0: Hormone replacement, refre- okay. HRT. So, um, the reason for this is because the other uh, is very, very expensive. It's about a $40,000 a year thing. Oh, for and that little pump going, boom. Yes. Pink. Yes. It's a $40,000 thing. Yeah. Um, and th- why not just put androgen? Because androgen was like $60 per bottle. So, um, and androgen was, or testosterone was invented, one of the primary reasons for androgen invented in, in, the, in the 40s was because they knew they had a section of people who just didn't go through puberty and they wanted to treat these conditions. So that's the one thing I want huh. people to understand that androgen and estrogen are sex-specific hormones and they are critical for development of both uh, testosterone for males, estrogen for females. Okay. So... Yeah, because I think that a lot of people have gotten completely lost in all the rhetoric about is masculinity in a jar, you know, this feminization and masculinization. Yes, that's what they do, but ultimately they're just steroid hormones that are critical for development, regardless about what anybody thinks about them. Well, development and functioning. So
1: how, in your case, was the T essential Mm -hmm. to your development? Like,
0: okay, and, so and what they
1: would we, we talked a little yeah. bit about your body, but I'm sure it was also affecting you psychologically or just you, yes. the way that your brain was working.
0: Yes, or no? So working. what they told yeah, you're not working. Yes, yeah. so what they told me is they said the reason why you're, uh, you know, you have all these learning disabilities. Well, one of the reasons, and um, the reason why you're playing around with kids younger than your own age and you're acting like an adolescent is because you have to go through puberty for both your brain and your body to, to, go, to start to, to grow up, to get adult reasoning, yeah. adult ideas of sexuality. Yeah. All these things have been, are not with you because you have not gone through this this change. So like gender identity or anything like that, there wasn't any term like that. Yeah. All of that stuff, you, you need to go through the, the steps of puberty to figure all that stuff out like sexuality heterosexual or homosexual all that stuff happens during puberty. Okay. And um,
1: if you can recall like what were your what was your feeling about growing up about that?
0: Um setting? my feeling of growing up I had no idea. I just simply did what they told me to because I had no i had no reference i mean how would you have a reference about what is a man and a woman if you're an adolescent mm-hmm. you don't mm-hmm. you just see the pictures on television and you hear from your friends okay but you don't have a real feeling of how that is well some people not something...
1: would imagine or have anxiety about becoming a woman or about becoming a man um you know or about becoming an adult even you know kind of like a peter pan syndrome and stuff but maybe that yes. in and of itself is a pubescent um
0: set of yeah, feelings yeah I, I, I think yeah, I think that's adults projecting in the past. Mm. But, um, uh, well, first thing I was being picked on horrendously. I was staying home. I was very ashamed. Uh, the, the girls could beat me up. Um, there's, I, I couldn't defend myself. I was smaller than everybody, so I knew there was something seriously wrong with me. Yeah. and I thought I was kind of like an alien person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sort of so, so
1: your feelings towards this treatment was that this would. Be kind of like saving you or like help really helping you you had a feeling like this uh,
0: yes yeah i knew there was something seriously there was a problem with me because i was completely exclu- uh, you know excluded from just generally i was yeah. you know i was playing with the the, the the real young nerds not even the older nerds <laughs> so <laughs> you know so um and of course when you're when you're an adolescent you're very compliant these to, to all these authorities And, um, Hmm. so what they, how they do this is they inject a little androgen in you and then they see what happens. And then they, and then to see if you're not going to like keel over or something or just completely start shaking. And then, so as they go on, they start, they start, they have a checklist. So they have this big checklist. Hmm. So they, they do, do what is called a medically induced puberty. They start, um, on low, because you're, the endocrinologist says that we cannot copy natural puberty. Natural puberty, they, they said, was like a symphony of hormones, yeah. which your pituitary gland, you know- Excites. Yeah, excites. It, it conducts. It conducts. Yeah. So, but, but we have to do it because you, you eventually you'll lose all sexual function if we don't do it quickly, or at least now. Okay. Or you won't grow up to be how you could have been if you would yeah. would have went through a puberty normal. Yeah.
1: And I just want to pause on what you said, like the the way that they're going about inducing your puberty medically, they do it by testing. Like by, by kind of yes. like like you know, they test a little bit, they test a little bit, which tells us something about every single body being completely different from every other body in the the way and just how complex this process is. So it's not just Uh like you, and it's probably obvious to most people listening to my channel right now, but like the common misconception of puberty is like, you can just go on this path towards, you just take testosterone and you're a boy, you can take estrogen and you're a girl. Like, and Mm. even the medical establishment, it seems to be the case that even the medical establishment is treating puberty as something that you can just induce by throwing some sort of cocktail at it
0: yeah a cocktail no no it's 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 not like that at all it's it's they give you a little bit and then they see what happens and they have they start measuring you know get the measuring stick. you just have to measure the genitalia, oh wow, okay, so it's yeah it's how very that, invasive
1: that that is very invasive, so how does that like your puberty is going through like it's it's being witnessed it's being you're being treated, your body's being treated like this measurable phenomenon by all these doctors and stuff. How does that affect your?
0: Um, psychology? Yeah, that did. did it did. In fact, it it, it it did it, it, it infect me quite a quite a, quite a lot. Yeah, and it's something that that never has left me. So I always like, for instance, today, if if I go to a gym, I can't dress, dress um, get dressed in front of other males. I just go home. I know that technically I'm normal, just like every other male, but that persists that that experience persists in the back of my mind okay and it kind of it kind of haunts me yeah, always yeah.
1: being like so measured of your body being something that's in a jar almost
0: yes almost in a jar or or oh. inadequate and in, inadequate okay. so it's always been with me and um so uh when they started going through puberty it, it took about i rem- i remember very i remember that like within six months of them doing it, injecting, and it's like suddenly all the, like the dolls I used to use, I looked at them and like, like why am I doing this? Huh. They were still in my closet. Yeah. I just didn't even understand why I was playing with those things. Huh. They looked simple and stupid. Really? <laughs> and yes, it was a, a very drastic change very quickly. Wow. Um, I became aggressive. Um, you know uh, it was very, very difficult to handle the aggression that androgen gives, but but you know, I you know, again, my body was just like really happy because it's like <laughs> oh we're, we're getting what we need, finally, we're growing up, so my body enjoyed it as far as as far as development is concerned it was it so so it it felt very good. it felt like I would this is something that should be happening to me it and wasn't like yeah,
1: very disorienting uh, yeah very disorienting. Just, it was this compressed yes. you know like you, you waited four years and you're trying to like catch up to everybody in, in the space of six months or something like that right mm-hmm. so your yes whole yes something i'm like catapulted
0: so i'm just catapulted like really quickly mm-hmm. and but i still maintain that sort of adolescent uh insecurity through the whole thing mm-hmm. and even though the boys would just left me alone after that because i grew to six foot Two. Oh. And, and okay. I had, I had these, you know, huge large shoulders suddenly and I just looked massive and they would just leave me alone. And, um, you know, <laughs>
1: wait, so you went from well, what, um, what height to I, what I, height? I don't know
0: what height right. I was. What I was, is I was, I had very long legs and very short torso. Yeah. So my torso go, grew, grew up very quickly. Yeah. Um, This is also evident in Kleinfelders. It's it's I I don't know how to explain it, but a development specialist can explain it for you. How did that feel Um,
1: like? Was that painful for your body to like all the bones going? It
0: was. I wouldn't call it painful. I would call it kind of bizarre. Hmm. It was. It was because. Funhouse miracle. Yeah, it was it was unusual because remember most people go through puberty. You know, they go through stages, and it starts actually quite young. And you're always getting hormones, so you don't really notice it as much. Um, women probably notice it much more than men, um, but I notice it really quickly. I, I the, the 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 difference between an adolescent and a an adult is quite quite different. Okay, you know, yeah. it's very different. It's a very different psychological space. Yeah so yeah um, what it's, about it's,
1: girls so dolls didn't make any sense to you did girls start yeah. making sense to you
0: yeah they started did instead kind of kind of
1: transference
0: yeah the girls the girls started becoming very attractive they you know they're you know like for instance the, uh, you know the breasts and the, you know they started really exciting me much more i used to be kind of because um hmm. i wasn't you know i it wasn't really sexual. I would look at a girl and I would, you know, I'd say they're cute, but I was more puppy kind of cute, not not mm. really like I was. Want, I didn't want to do anything with them, you know. I didn't want to ask him. I just wanted to say hi, you know. And a lot of a lot of girls actually liked that. They would I would hang around with them a lot because I would be when I was in the adolescent age I was completely passive. I was very very to today I'm still very a passive male. Yeah. So I was very passive. So they enjoy. They would talk about boys and how they would do these things and like boys would talk about women and I didn't understand all the object, objectifications yeah. but now after I went through puberty I understood that because it's it's stimulating and desiring it's not it's not it's not like you rationally think about those things it's just as you well know it just inserts itself yeah yeah so. wow okay um yeah, so did you have
1: different. any um or did you need any psychological uh, counseling or um, mentoring to kind of help in, you through this Shepherd, shepherding? Y-
0: yes, uh, but it's the '80s, and yeah. no one did that. Okay, I mean, just it wasn't part of the culture. Okay, self-help was was just just starting. It wasn't really anything, so I really didn't need a lot of psychological assistance. And I just kind of, you know, you know, because I was. You know, I was constantly being poked and prodded. You know, they would, you know, again, they would, they would see how much uh, hair you had. They would have checklists of hair, and this was all just basically medically, so that so that they understand that the androgen is doing what it okay. should be doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they know how much to give me. So eventually, they said to me, the pediatric guy said, "Well, you're now on the most. So this is probably the. So we've taken you through all the." the Steps and um, so then they, I graduated to um the uh standard endocrinology and they would just give me HRT t- treat, treatments. So I've been on HR t- HRT treatments for over 40 years. Okay, I've never known any other. Okay, I have to inject myself and stuff like that. Okay, so every
1: yeah, like you were saying, it was going to be once they put you on HRT. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just a lifelong thing as opposed to stimulate, there could possibly be one way to stimulate your uh, pineal gland or your pituitary gland?
0: Um, they're still looking into that. Okay, um, so, they've been looking yeah. into that for years. And, but they told me that once you start on HRT, the, the, the pituitary gland was shut down. It okay. won't even try anymore. Okay. And
1: um,
0: uh, Which is a defense just,
1: mechanism to so the body doesn't kill itself
0: by uh well it's because it's because the pituitary gland this happens in bodybuilders too when they start injecting uh, androgens themselves the pituitary gland goes well i'm not going to do it much if you're going to do it for me it's a lot like putting oil on your skin or chapstick yeah the 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 natural process is goes okay if you're going to do it fine you you do it okay and um so that was um that was um what i have to do now and it would be really nice i mean i can inject myself with uh novel nova which is uh which pregnant ladies produce uh in it's called novel or it's human gloss it's it's a hormone and that will stimulate my testicles and i actually had to do that i eventually did that because my testicles remained baby-sized like small peas very crushed whole small peas and it and it bothered me tremendously. So yeah. I actually went through fertility treatment to get my testicles larger because it was again, it was really bothering me. The kind of a the gender dysphoria yeah, yeah. was bothering me. Yeah. So I actually went through that. Okay. And um huh. so that's what that's what I went went through. Now, how does that connect to people in gender affirming care or puberty blockers? Well, puberty blockers cause this condition, so their mechanism of action is to cause the pituitary gland to go into a state of uh, same hypogonotic hypogonism it shuts down the GNRH uh, so it, it essentially sends the child into a state of pre uh, adolescence. Okay. So it stops puberty completely. So we both were stopped at before puberty really had to take hold. Okay. So they are stuck in an adolescent state as they're taking the puberty block. Can they be stuck well in like
1: an intra-pubescent intra state if, if puberty already starts happening and then they take uh, that puberty suppressant? Does it, kind it of depends just on what age they the are yeah, so. it, and stage they are
0: but if they start start if they stop at ten or stage 2 which as i which means it's just the start of puberty um then they're stuck in an adolescent state and anyway they can re, they actually regress I, I think i believe they regress because the hormones stop and i can do this to myself i can just stop taking hormones yeah and i can become a, not like an adolescent because i've already matured but i can still i can still kind of get that kind of non-interested feeling okay. because androgen does have a lot of behavior effects you on
1: got you. that uninterested feeling yes um, yeah i can and you know. and so that isn't i just want to drill down into that because that that uninterested feeling is not just about sexuality it's got to be about mm-hmm. like engaging with the world like a, like masculinity or testosterone fueled psychology isn't just about objectifying women it's also just about a way of engaging with the world is that is yes, that is that yes. how it is for you and like it could is, you just describe is, yeah. for you personally like when you are missing that like how does your relationship
0: to life itself change? um i become very again i become very passive it's it's okay. it's it's like i become um i don't engage very much i'm not assertive enough i don't um feel the need to uh offer an opinion i don't i I become very um um not very um self um, assertive assertive yes and i become very dull it's a very dull feeling yeah um it's it's because I can always, I can, I can feel the difference between no testosterone and, and, and testosterone. It's, and it's just, it's a dull feeling, and I feel very okay. malaise and not, yeah. not, not, not really myself. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah so su- suppressing that androgen, suppressing that androgen, particularly before the the kid has got to go through puberty, causes this. Um, also causes this kind of malaise so they're not it, they're going to be very compliant they're they're not going to understand they're not going to understand what's going on with them because they can't they can't they can't um particularly an adolescent cannot visualize what it's like to be a man and woman to be, be, begin with
1: okay so mm-hmm. jesus christ okay so if if you put a kid um, through a regimen of training that uh, tells them that masculinity and femininity, or ma- man and woman, are basically interchangeable categories, and masculinity and femininity are just basically swappable categories, and you can elect into this one or that one, or or, or mm-hmm. neither one, or somewhere between one, um, the cu- the kid who's developing is prepubescent kid is already really malleable, so they'll just malleably accept those categories and Mm -hmm. then and then they say well and then in their kind of malleable kind of dreamlike state they say well i guess i want to be more of a woman like a boy says i want to be kind of more of a woman because they Mm -hmm. are beautiful or or you know like like i like to do things that they kind of like to do right so it's basically they're associating the stereotypical femininity with something that they want to inhabit because they kind of feel an affinity for that and then the, the adults in the room say, okay, well, that means that you're a girl. So we're going mm-hmm. to help facilitate you becoming a girl. So we're going to stop you now um, in this malleable state where you don't really even understand what it is to be a man or a woman from the inside out you have no idea and then they remain suppressed in their ability to come online as yes what they actually are as a boy or as a girl so that yes. that is just that seems to be incredibly malevolently abusive i just have to say that from a mm-hmm. like just a moral standpoint but there's got to be other things than the. Yes, it gets
0: much worse after that. It's it's okay. much worse after that because, remember, I talked about my shame and my my uh it, it the the suppression of the puberty, and the fact that the kid is taken out of the normal yeah stream um, with the other peers yeah. without the other development of peers, that is what really causes a lot of damage that, that because hmm. they're no longer maturing with their peers yeah they're no they're not growing up with their peers they're not learning about relationships about love about yeah so it isolates you know making them. mistakes
1: you're, yeah. you're rather are, isolated
0: yeah I they're isolated from their peer group yeah both developmentally psychologically and even physically physically because they're taught they're in this kind of rainbow world of, of trans kidsness. And, you know, the other kids are maturing and they're going through stuff. Okay. And so they're they're not only being, because my condition is a developmental disorder. So when you stop puberty, whether it's my condition where I'm born with, or you induce it, you're inducing a developmental disorder in that child. That child now has a developmental disorder. You've just induced. Yeah. So. For the, so the sake of identity, for the sake of identity. Okay,
1: so you said some. You said a strong statement. Boys have to go through a boy puberty, and girls have mm-hmm. to go through a girl puberty. Can you yes drill down on that? Nail nail that down. Why okay. do we have to do that? Why can't we? Just, why do we have? To why can't do we that? just do whatever we want to do?
0: I know. It's just why. Why can't we do whatever we want to do? <laughs> okay. Um, the reason why is because the hormones themselves. If you, if you strip away all the, the propaganda, are critical for development and they're sex-specific hormones. So androgen works on males and estrogen works on females. Those are the two categories. So if I, if I take away a, a boy's uh, androgen and I give them estrogen, the development part I just talked about doesn't happen. So they do not go through puberty. What happens is they get glastoma. Their their breasts kind of enlarge a little bit, and they don't get masculinized, and they get softer skin. Yeah. But that's about it. Okay. So the so, so they the, don't grow up. They don't grow up, and the and the symptom of this. And I want to be very clear that the symptom of this. And I've, if you've heard this before about you know they don't have enough skin for doing the vaginal plasty. Yeah. You know that kind of crazy stuff. That's a symptom of the disorder. So when you're looking at that disorder that the the uh the the, the genital is not developing it, that also means the cognitive has not developed. So both are simultaneous. They don't one doesn't go develop and the other one stays the same. Yeah. So both have to develop along the lines. Yeah. yeah. You see what I mean? So yeah. there's yeah. there are and that and, and and you know that because you you've heard them say that like Jazz is like asexual now, or like their sexual function's not coming back. That's because they, they're not developed, they haven't gone through puberty. Yeah, you, yeah. You've, you've kind of created this... This eternal child. Internal child that sort of looks like the opposite sex. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's remarkably abusive. Yeah. And the, the puberty blockers themselves, not only they cause a development disorder, um, but they also cause gender dysphoria. How so? They actually cause a condition that they're supposed to treat. Because when you're suppressing the growth, they are not allowed to grow with their peers, so they never get that kind of reinforcement. So they always become ashamed about their genitalia. And this is obvious within all the records of what they said. And I actually do have long-term studies on my condition, which will further clarify Okay what this is it's not just me it's it's all the men who've had this condition have experienced what i've gone through
1: how rare if that's a like how rare is your condition um they'd say it's one, one in, in every something
0: five or, or ten one in one in ten thousand usually one in ten thousand <laughs> i've heard that yeah. uh females it's one in forty thousand so it's really rare in females hmm. um um that maybe we don't know why that because females don't their physical, since they have, they don't have external genitalia. It's a little harder to tell sometimes, yeah. but often they show up at 16 years old, not not going through men, menstruation, and they wonder what what's going on. And then they're, then they get a scan and they realize they don't have a, a a a uterus. you know they're actually shocked. A lot of them say this, and then they have to go to another place and say, "Oh yes, you do have a uterus. It's just it's all very small. Oh wow. So you have not developed. So okay. they give them estrogen to develop their uterus and. Okay. And they also are also similarly stuck in a pre-girl state. Okay. So and they're not. What yeah.
1: impact does this have, broadly speaking, on uh, fertility? Fertility. Can you catch okay. up
0: to that? Um, fertility. So supposedly, um, it, uh, supposedly, fertility treatment is eighty percent effective in men um, with my condition. So if I went through fertility treatment, it's about eighty percent effective. So, so it so it does uh you can it's possible okay but uh i said earlier that i don't have any children and when the studies when when they studied they 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 interviewed uh i think a hundred men with my condition and um they they asked him so um how many of you have your own children and over 90 percent did not so so it was so, there were, so between this was a study, 100 males between 18 and 66 years old. They were all born with congenital hypogonasm, my uh, or or Kalman's. And they, 90% of them did not have children. So, a few of them adopted. Mm-hmm. And, um, and uh, not only that, but, um, approximately um, 35% of them, which is, uh, never had a relationship. Okay. So, the, yeah. so, and the, you know, the study said that basically the reason why, why this happened to the, these men, they all say, is they were, were taken out of, they were put in this, they were taken away from their peers and not able to develop with their peers. Yeah. So if they took me away at 12 years old and said, oh, you have this condition. Let's put you through puberty, and then you. I go back and I mature with my peers. Yeah, yeah, okay. That that would have rem- remedied all, the, all these problems. Interesting,
1: yeah, okay. Yes, so yeah. your ability to connect to uh, people in terms of long-term relationship was also stunted?
0: The, yes, yeah. I think I was in my 20s before, 26 or 27 before I actually got, I had to relearn all those skills. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, and it was very, very difficult because I had to, because all my friends are adults now, and they're not going through the change. They're not maturing. Yeah. So they're not making those mistakes. They're not in the uncomfortable zone. They're not in high school and yeah, junior high. Yeah.
1: We have. A little bit uh, more, I had to kind to of be a complete weirdo.
0: Stumble around <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> basically. Oh wow. Okay. And yeah. um, you know, eventually after a long struggle, I was able to basically. Now I'm married. um my wife has fertility problems too so it's just it's a mess um it is so uh, it's just just what it is yes so um again that being held back was caused by tremendous cause the sort of the gender dysphoria i guess what we call it but it's not the opposite sex it's the same sex it's being ashamed it's it's hiding yeah. it's not developing with other people yeah. all of that during that critical portion of puberty is really really important and the current gender people say puberty is just you born in the wrong body it's just a bunch of chemicals we can do it better than they can do it it's all very you God. know it's 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 yeah. it's horrific how did, it's horrific
1: how did that impact your um well, I've, I've done a lot of, as you know, I've done a lot of interviews with transitioners, detransitioners, um, mm-hmm. and you, you listen to the stories of kids who get on the gender track or the transgender track in their teens mm-hmm. and it seems like they, they are just like five years behind or ten years behind like it, it seems like it does stunt your development in a little mm-hmm. way and then they have to kind of catch up in a way yes. and so if you go through that and you're kind of four years behind everybody else and then you go through, you're 16 and 12 at the same time so you're kind of you're two ages at the same time for a long time yes,
0: yes you're mentally and physically 16 you're m- mentally and physically 12. Yeah. But you're stuck at the chronological age of sixteen. Yeah.
1: So when you get mm-hmm. into that interesting part of your of the typical early twenties where you're kind of asking, Who am I? What am I? Um, being a little delayed, how did that those kind of the, the the existential questions of life, how did you start to approach them or how did they approach you about like your meaning or your your you know, your destiny, your your fate, like your yourself, your embodiment, your identity how did those uh, catch up with you
0: um uh it's 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 since i was since i grew up in a different time identity was not a really big thing you just were this so um you're free to be you and me then yeah free to be yeah 80s was more of a trying to get away from gender yeah Well, I'm I'm talking
1: Uh, broadly beyond just gender, but like, and this is kind of like, can one have a sense of individuality without the concept of man or woman, you know, like Mm -hmm. without having like, I am a man, so I should do these things or have these expectations, um, kind of put on me and your relationship to manhood, Mm -hmm. was that just not, it's not even a question. It wasn't,
0: um, well, my relationship with manhood, um, that's a good question because, you know, I, I found out that the, the, that the, for instance, girls who like me tend to be people who are who were abused by other men, and uh, because I I'm very passive, so I don't I don't since I had this shattered, um, development, I I I don't really it it probably wasn't incorporated into my character like I'm this man I could see how that could. When you're developing with other boys, you could get a very entranced idea of what a man is because you're learning from other men um, who who are um, are developing themselves. Yeah. So oh. yeah, so I was I had to kind of come up with it myself as as, as kind of my yeah. Yeah. being. Um, you know the the sexual attraction was was there, but I could I, I was much able to. Um, separate myself from that part of me much easier than another man may have May may, I think some men, it becomes all consuming. You know, they, they become, you know, some of these men who want to be women are just pathologically want to be men uh, women. And that, that kind of pathological sense of possession doesn't really, um, it's not as as strong with me as with other men I found, uh, particularly when I'm around other men who are very macho, they, they, They just, they don't really interest me as much. So because I think it's just childish. So
1: Uh, ironically, uh, you think it's a disorder of development.
0: (laughs) I I think they're disordered. Yes, yeah. They may have been disordered too. So, but um, it may be the fact that that um, I just had to rely on other things. So they, they okay. could rely on being big and strong and football players when they were growing up and I had to rely on Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. You know, being an elf.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: And then
1: yeah. How did how did you how did you incorporate just like psychologically like that condition with just like uh mental health and just like your whole life so i guess like you were treated like a medical object or this part of your development Mm. is kind of a medicalized thing so it's very kind of objectified ish in this way and so
0: yeah your relationship objectified by the medical community so how did very that's very common
1: how did you how did you kind of like grow how did you develop Uh, after that that um that gets taken care of
0: well, I, you know, I kind of what, what I did is I, after I, I t- took, I had to kind of learn the ropes of dating and stuff like that in my twenties again. And that was very, very difficult because they expect you to know all the rules already and a lot of rules are unwritten. So yeah. um, I had to kind of observe the other men and stuff like that. And, you know, it, it allowed me to, um, you know, like other women would say, you know, you're not very aggressive. I mean, other women would like come up to me and say, you know, I actually want to date you. Do you, do you mm. understand that? <laughs> so mm. I was like, Oh, okay. oh, 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 really? <laughs> so, you know, Oh yes, yes. That's good. Yes. Okay. That's good. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I was kind of surprised with all that stuff. So I, you know, I, I just found other interests, uh, you know, I would just meditate more. I would okay. become more introverted and more, uh, less, um, and that's where I kind of found my solace. Rather than trying to, um, and other, you know, I've, I've heard this from other detransitioners is other than uh, if if something traumatic has happened to you when you when you have grown up, uh, particularly during maturity, it's you go you're going to have to sort of make the best of it as you can. Uh, uh, use it as an experience that other people have not gone through and try to um, try to move over the the pain and the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the intense pain and shame and see yourself as a, not as one of these beings of, you know, these very stereotypical hard-nosed beings of man and woman have to be this and that and a lot of these other things, but more of a, a kindred spirit, maybe an independent spirit. Yeah. Okay. And Mm
1: -hmm. with regard to that, um, I mean, we're moving, we're, you know, you're talking about like the eighties and the nineties and this is pre internet Mm -hmm. times. And now that there's the internet, it's much easier for, you know, one in a million people or one in 10,000 people or one in 5,000 people to find themselves and to, you know, to have some sort of, uh, comradeship in uh in this condition uh, let's say just your condition like you couldn't mm-hmm. you, you know yes. support group kind of stuff like how, how is that ve- has been helpful important. for you have you found that and connected with that and um, so you're developed well, there and are there that? are
0: support groups there are support groups online um, and that's another thing they when they studied they said that, that just this, this all these men came together and they all shared their stories of shame and mm-hmm. not being able to grow up with their peers and they said that was very therapeutic to hear other men say um you know some of these men got went through puberty in age 24 or something and that wow. was and that that probably lost, they probably lost a lot of growth if you if you if, if you don't start early enough okay, you can yeah. you can you can stay physically immature um for the rest of your life, yeah. which is very unfortunate, because uh, the the time of puberty is between twelve and sixteen for men, seventeen for men, and it's very you you really need to go through puberty and women too in that time frame. Anything earlier than that causes uh, uh, tremendous health uh, health problems. Anything later than that causes health problems. Okay. So they also warned me about the health problems. Okay, so, so
1: you and so you started at sixteen. You kind of started like towards. I started that that window was kind of hailing. closing. Okay, yeah.
0: It was just closing, but it wasn't because I. What worries me about the puberty blockers is the, the puberty has already started. Okay, and then you shut it down. So it's like the tap starts opening and the kids start growing, and you just shut it off. Yeah. And.
1: It's not reversible? can't just stu- you can't just turn it back on
0: no it just doesn't, doesn't turn back on it's not a faucet yeah. it, it's 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 set on a timer it's yeah. like the body starts it's like an orchestra that just shows up and starts playing and then someone pulls the power in the middle of the whole thing
1: yeah
0: and it's like okay you just can plug the power back in you think the orchestra is going to be able to get to get together and start playing again yeah yeah I don't think so okay. I don't think yeah. so I think that there's, there's 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 tremendous amounts of um um Uncertainty and complete, you know, even with you know, even with my condition, is pretty much unknown why it's caused by a condition. But I can I can tell you that that people who pause puberty or mess with puberty or people who get sick or, or Kleinfelders or Turners or any of these primary hypogonasm, they all have all sorts of problems similar okay. to the detransitioners. Yeah. So, and like rheumatoid arthritis, I have rheumatoid arthritis right now, okay. and that was warned because. In puberty, the uh, you you've heard about the children and the pestilence we had before. Remember that I'm trying to use YouTube appropriate terms. Yes, okay, so the, yeah. <laughs> the the pestilence we have before. You've heard that if you inject a certain thing into a child, it's different from an adult. You know the yeah. you know the the, the 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 V stuff is different. Okay, but the immune system actually matures during puberty. It it you know there's some animal models that suggest it actually learns the difference between your cells yes. and enemy cells okay. during puberty. Yeah, and during so arthritis,
1: an rheumatoid arthritis, is the body attacking itself in a way
0: itself. Okay. It's confusing itself for an enemy. Okay, yeah. So uh, you know, so I it could be the, the case that your bad.
1: your body, your immune system itself wasn't able to go through puberty
0: as well wasn't developed it it, it may have gotten disrupted it, made, okay, it may have gotten yeah. disrupted and if you have a uh they they told it to me like this if you have any problems in your history your family it tends to trigger that so if i had a relative who had rheumatoid arthritis yeah uh, i would get rheumatoid arthritis because the disruption just triggers
1: okay w- Genetic genetic weaknesses or pre yes predispositions okay, um
0: yeah. like for instance i had my father had BPH and my grandfather had BPH and which is uh, my prostate enlargement and they okay. got it in their 60s and so so it, it enlarges I got it in my 30s okay yeah so um, and again that's caused by the, the the hormones I have to inject in myself that are not regulated by my body
1: okay yeah and and not to mention any sort of complications because the hormones are synthetic. Or do you What is the hormone made of? Do you know?
0: The the, the hormone, You know, as far as I re- research, the hormone itself, androgen, is pretty much identical to the hormone that my body produces. Yeah. Uh, the difference is that I inject it into myself, and then it goes up.
1: Okay, it circulates and it in goes a very down. specific way
0: it it just okay. it just goes it spikes up yeah and trust me it spikes <laughs> and then it goes down slowly and then i give myself another injection it goes wow. up okay and the and the body doesn't do that the body like when you go to sleep your your pituitary gland right now is is is, is kind of sleepy it's not it's not it's not even producing to it's not even producing party androgen right now when you sleep your body starts producing androgen um you know mm. you may notice that and um <laughs> So it, it, then, you, when you wake up, that's when your androgen. I might is, not be
1: the only one who notices that, but
0: yeah, it may, it may be a few men out there <laughs> may have noticed that. But then, when you wake up, that's when your androgen is high. Okay, it's, it's high when you wake up, yeah. and then it goes down during the day. Yeah. And if you have a relationship, if you have a baby, um, I think uh, if you read the book, I forgot what her name is uh, on T. Yeah, yeah. She'll uh, tell Carol you Hooven. about. Yeah. Ka- Carol Hervin, Yes, yeah, she'll tell you all about that. But your body can't regulate this. You're you're injecting testosterone at levels that are like I start out as an 18 year old and I end as a 50 year old. (laughs) So that's a over the course of how how many days? Seven days. Oh wow.
1: Okay. Yes. Oh geez. Okay. Wow. So yeah, that that itself has got to be like a whole other. I mean, I'm, I'm sure like you've just lived this way for so long that you don't even see how different you are from uh, normal, like how much you have to like kind of adapt the world around yes. you to like, to uh-huh. manage like this, like all of a sudden you're like, oh, like aggressive risk-taking hornball on Monday. Yes. <laughs> and then by <laughs> Sunday, you just like, all you want to do is sit there with a the paper, you know, and, and, you know, talk about, you, you know, know
0: uh, talk about my feelings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 so where do we get you? This is a Monday. Okay. So you're, you're on your...
0: I'm a little yeah. I'm a little uh, yeah. I'm a, it's a Monday, so I'm a little. I'm a little. Uh, I'm ready to go. I'm okay. ready. I'm ready, to get, I'm ready to get out there and conquer the world. By Friday, yeah. I'll be like, "Why don't we talk about our feelings?" Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hurt. Okay. So yeah. yeah. So it's it's that it's that up and down thing, and they're discovering this more and more because they used to give me androgel, the stuff you stick on your skin, and they said that's just terrible because it doesn't soak in properly. So they switched me to the tablet, which is a pill that you stick in the back. It's an operation. They insert a pill and it just dissolves mm-hmm. slowly over three months. And that was nice, but I just got sick and tired of going out there and having somebody with a scalpel yeah. like insert something. It was painful and it yeah. was like, oh my God, this is terrible. Finally, um, they're using these little like these epidema needles I could probably show you. Yeah. But you just it's basically just it's like a epidemis needle. You just take it and you go click. Yeah, and it's you're good for the week. Okay, the so it EpiPen, takes about yeah. five. It's five seconds. Okay. Um, the, the trans people get the yucky, stuff in the implants. Model, okay. Just okay. Horrible really? stuff. And it goes right into muscle.
1: But over over the course of a typical male's life, you know, you start at eighteen, then you end up at fifty five and fifty
0: five levels.
1: Yeah. Have you? Yes. Have you? Uh, you've changed your dose over the years.
0: Uh, the, the, yeah, so dose, the dose, um, well, what I mean is that the, 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 uh, dose when you inject it into you, I think they're better now, but they used to be where the androgen just kind of goes off into the system. When you inject in your muscle, let's say the androgen just like leaks out. And my endocrinologist explained to me at very high levels yeah. for the first few days. yeah, And in it, and then it's kind of, it's just like, anything else if you inject it it's going to be a big bulge of stuff and it just goes into the bloodstream yeah. un and then it slowly deteriorates to so, you know you absorb it until it's none and then so the androgen levels go from because 18 year old would have around let's say 900 it's so about a thousand to 300 that's a range of androgen levels so i would go from so i would inject in myself at monday let's say sunday and it'll go from like 300 or 150 to a thousand and then it will start going down six five four three two one and if i have to go back and reapprove it for my insurance i have to go off it completely and go and get blood are you serious and i have to god yes okay i have to prove to the insurance okay i need this oh geez they can't just like you
1: don't you don't have the thing that produces it. You can't just get a, like a lifetime certificate award for.
0: No, no, they, they can't. Wow. They, 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 yeah. No, that, that's another thing with, with insurance companies. They want you to prove your condition. Yeah. Like sometimes yearly. Okay. Even, even rheumatoid arthritis is the same thing. Okay. Like, yeah, we know it's a permanent condition, but we just want to harass your doctor anyway. It's got preauthorization. So it's a real. Ever,
1: over the course of your life, your life, you've had to go back to this state of no no testosterone no androgen
0: yeah no it starts it drops around 150 to 50 yes so i'm completely so confused. there's
1: this kind of background radiation of androgen that your body's just kind of writing um,
0: yeah it, it can be produced by the pituitary it can be produced by the uh um the adrenal glands there's also other stuff that's uh also uh since i um It can also be produced by other things, so there is a background, but it slowly deteriorates over time. Yeah. 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 So, and um, I mean, they're so sex-specific hormones are that you could actually, like, for instance, they say like males have androgen and females have testosterone, but I could take all the estrogen out of you, and you wouldn't notice it. I mean, all the estrogen is doing for you is a byproduct of your producing androgen. All it's doing for you is making your skin a little softer, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but it's doing nothing for you. You could live on androgen. And and women can just basically live on estrogen. They don't have any need for androgen, although it does provide them some strength. Yeah. But again, I, that's why I'm kind of really pushing the fact that these are sex-specific hormones. Cross-sex stuff is really science fiction area sometimes. Yeah. So,
1: so speaking of that, speaking to that point... Um, how did you get turned on to the discussion the gender discussion like where did you where did you discover that and where did how did you feel prompted and what did you yes, feel prompted yes. to say
0: why would I find a cause that that you make enemies and lose friends oh <laughs> so, <yeah>. yes <laughs> oh this is good <laughs> this is a cause where you can a make enemies b uh uh, uh uh, you know, lose friends and C get attacked by everybody, including the people on your side. Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like a, a winner <laughs> yeah. winner cost for me. Um but what I did is I kept I kept looking for my condition and I I kept seeing it pop up on transgender websites, transsexual websites, and I've actually known what called transsexuals all my life because they kind of magneted toward me. They never called themselves transsexual. Um, I just looked at them like I, I, I know you're a man, you're trying to look like a woman, but I won't say anything, I promise. That's what they kind of hmm. appeared to me as. And they're very friendly to me. Um and uh they're very uh hardworking and creative and they're hard workers. So <laughs> so um and um so I found it more and more, and then I was looking and I said it, it, one I saw one thing like androgen is just like anahistmetes. And I'm like going, no. They're not antihistamines, and I started getting more concerned. Wait, what's the uh,
1: what was that argument then? Androgen, the macros?
0: argument was that that um, uh, they they're making and these are these zoomers. I think they're making that androgen has no side effects to it. They're really downplaying the side effects of hormones okay. and steroids to the point of um, making them just like antihistamines, like like they're just. They're just this innocuous again, man substance or woman substance. They're they're cosmetic. That's what they yeah. were telling. Okay. They're they're constantly pushing that these hormones are cosmetic. Um, they can be used for that, but but believe it or not, that HRT and all that stuff really has nothing to do with trans. They just use it to make them to appear. But HRT treatment is something that's very specific medical development issue. It's not and an off-label, very off-label use would be used to, to for, for someone who's transgendered. So I kept getting more concerned. And then I found this person called Jack Turbin. Mm-hmm. You've heard of him? Yeah. Jack Turbin. Yeah. I'm sure you have. Yeah. He know.
1: treated me like puberty and blocked
0: me quite a while ago. Really? Quite a while ago. Oh, yeah. He's good at that. Yeah. He's at, I call him Jack the Quack. Yeah. But um, so I saw him and he's pushing this stuff saying that puberty blockers don't cause infertility. Yeah. So they they don't cause infertility. And he's citing, he's citing like the precocious puberty in his tweet as a reason that, that, and I'm like going, no, if you block puberty, because FH is the word for sperm production or gonad production. So you're blocking the thing that creates the gonads to cause them to be fertile. So how could that, How could that not cause infertility? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And he's using early onset puberty, um, which is kind of like, okay, yeah, those are, those are people who went through puberty too early. Okay. Why are you citing them? Because they were pushed to a more normal range in their puberty to develop. So I, so I, I found it very, very deceitful. They were, They were covering up evidence and promoting other sort of pseudoscience evidence which i found very very offensive and i wanted to sort of correct the record um and i also saw that they are using chromosomes like xxy and stuff like that um like kleinfelders and other things and i've known a lot of these people and the fact is that if you have kleinfelders or a duplicate chromosome um you not only have problems with production of antigen but you're your kidneys also have problems. And some of them have heart problems, and some of them have other health conditions. So the whole, including my condition, all of these conditions, 90% 90 of them are chronic illnesses. They act like chronic illnesses. They don't act like other sexes. So I found that very, very offensive because they started covering up that. I said, no, I have, and me and my other homies, I guess, are struggling with our health because we have to do all this crazy stuff with injecting hormones and we have chromosomes that, that, are, that, that, that are causing problems and we have other issues. And this is just being completely yeah. ignored by, the, um, by that st- establishment. Well, not just ignored, thing.
1: but used to mm-hmm. um, justify an agenda of transhumanism, yes. of body modification. Yes. So your conditions yes. are being used as cover for doctors, professionals, and um, people who are, have a mental condition to, mm-hmm. to experiment with transhumanism.
0: Yes. 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 And, um, you know, I was at a, I think, you know, I, I, then I went out to a Kelly J Keane event, Posey Parker, and I've met Posey Parker and she's, she's a wonderful lady and very small lady. Um, and I just, I just, they were just absolutely enraged. I'm like going, my God, these people are, utterly enraged the trans rights activists the trans activists i'm sorry yes trans activists were just utterly enraged and they would show up with bats and and threaten people right off the bat and it's like Hmm. um it, it was just surreal and um and so i think there's a real there's a lot going on there's a lot of, you know, they're using this conditions. They're using women. They're using all sorts of things to push this agenda of transing basically kids. Yeah, and uh, you know, they are actually um, creating trans people by using POV blockers and cross-sex hormones. They're creating them. Yeah, and. Um, you know, as you have you talked to many detransitioners, and I I've spoke to a few, and they're just they look so damaged. You know, I walk up to this, I guess this this girl, and you know she's just like this, and it's just hmm. and and I'm looking over there, and I'm seeing this, this enraged antifa and trans activists, and hmm. I'm looking at these detransitioners who just look so damaged and demoralized, and yeah. just yeah. just want to tell their story, and I just I just find just utterly like a this is bizarre, yeah. just. Like I'm stuck in some sort of Black Mirror episode, you yeah, know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And who's on the right side of history? The the people who are damaging? Yeah, the, who, they're
0: always on the right side of history. Yeah. You know, they're, they're, yeah. they, always, they always tell you. Yeah, they're very assertive about that. Yeah,
1: Th- this um, uh, the the DSD or the disorder of sexual development, otherwise known, and it's a not a proper term now. Uh, intersex conditions—they are so complex, and they mm-hmm. are. And they're so specific. There's so many different mm-hmm. kinds. They're so specific, and they have very specific um, ways of measuring. And then even just kind yes, of like the, yes. more or less so, things that the medical establishment can even do with it. Like in the case of complete androgen insensitivity, like what can the medical establishment do to make your body they, sensitive to androgens? Right? Um,
0: can they can't can't they can't make it sensitive to androgens? So basically, with you can I mean, the far as I learned, all of them there's basically two main categories. There's secondary, which is my condition, where my pituitary gland doesn't function, and there's primary, which means their gonads and sometimes their kidneys don't function. Mm -hmm. And all of the extra chromosomes not only cause hormone issues, which they associate with female characteristics for some reason, uh, glastomia, or just enlarging of breasts, that's just a medical condition that's caused by the gonads Getting disrupted by the extra X chromosomes, okay. and I know one. Um, I know one uh, person who has a mosaic client. That's the XXYY XXS kind of stuff, and and uh, he uh, had heart surgery at age twelve because of the of of the complications caused by all these chromosomes, these duplicate chromosomes. Mm-hmm. So that's a big part of that. And then there's this separate section called Androgen Sensitivity Syndrome and the Complete Androgen Sensitivity Syndrome. And they are people who are uh, immune to androgen. They do not respond at all to androgen at all. They don't have any health complications at all. Hmm. They don't have any health complications uh, up to the point that sometimes their internal testes turn cancerous, which is kind of serious. But they can go along for quite some time. Because bo- their body is adapted to the, uh, l- they've 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 taken their androgen and they've switched to estrogen, so they're like, they only, it's it's a in- very very fascinating condition, and they're very rare. They're one in eighty thousand, so they're not representative at all, and I can understand why if someone was born with that condition would would kind of become very. You know, because I I they their basis is male, and they end up developing as if they were female in the wound. So they pop up as basically mixed phenotype with the primary phenotype being female. Mm-hmm. So everything you interact with, they function essentially identical to females, but they have underdeveloped internal testicles mm-hmm. which act as if they were ovaries producing estrogen mm-hmm. so that's a very very quick way of describing this <laughs> very very rare condition but they're put up on a pedestal and they and then they're compared to everybody and mm. um My... as if everybody has this condition
1: yeah because uh, i mean it's expedient for the male to female
0: trans rights it looks like it Cause... it looks it looks it looks like something they're talking about. Okay, they, they they point to it as if it is something that's representative, and as if they're, they're sterile. They're sterile. They're completely sterile. They cannot have any children at all, and so they're just their their uh, interkin system in their body is attempted to survive in a very unique way, and that's that's all that's going on with that. There's there's thousands of other conditions. There's mm-hmm. Down syndrome. There's like butterfly skin, there's this really weird, strange, odd conditions out there that are caused by chromosomes that we never talk about yeah um i that don't
1: well or, that are that we don't use to put on a pedestal, yeah, oh my god, uh I had a very offensive thought it's like the um i don't know like in a, in an alternate universe where people uh adulate um. Uh, low intelligence, like low intelligence is like, it's a, it's a virtue, you know? And, and Mm -hmm. so everybody's, they're trying to like dumb all the kids down because like, it's, you're happier if you're less intelligent. Let's just say like, let's just make a world. You're much happier if you're less intelligent. Complex tasks are annoying. You have all this anxiety. So we're just going to keep kids dumb. We're going to keep kids dumb. And look Mm -hmm. in, in, in nature, there are these different chromosomal uh, conditions like Down syndrome, where yes, it's just like yes, in exactly. nature. Nature produces dumb people, and look at how happy they are. You know, it's and and it would be the same thing as like using disorders of sexual development to to put like some kids or feel more boys, some feel people feel more like a girl. Yes, so, exactly. uh, the, even nature produces these these uh, exceptions to this uh-huh. binary rule. And what you're saying uh-huh. is that that is a condition that shouldn't be put on a pedestal. It's a medical condition that needs to be dealt with. And, and it, it colors and yes. it shades that somebody's entire life and it doesn't come without baggage. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So Down syndrome is a very good example because Down syndrome, first thing, their phenotype is altered. So they look, Different. They look a little, you know. They have bigger eyes, and they kind of have, I guess cheek, their cheekbones are not as developed. So the disorder caused the the Downstream alteration effect. of yeah. the phenotype. Yeah. and that's why I said earlier about the 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 um, the phenotype represents the the developmental disorder. Just like the the, mm-hmm. the trans kids with the underdeveloped genitalia, that's a phenotype, and that's telling you there's a disorder with this child. So. That 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 and those those individuals used to be called Mongol. During when they created the word intersex, mm-hmm. they also had the word Mongol, and they called these people Mongol because they looked Mongolian. They thought they were Asian, okay, because they kind of look Asian. Okay, yeah. So so they called them Mongol, yeah. And, but they didn't understand what was going on with these kids, yeah. And um, you know, again, I mean, they're actually very happy people if you've known them. Um, um they're very well adjusted people and very happy but they're not they they have they have um they have uh they can have heart disorders they can have they're completely infertile they have um hmm. obesity problems i mean they have a slew of medical issues caused by this this chromosome problem um they don't get cancer it's kind of weird um so there's a lot of uh interesting th- abnormalities. And their their regarding. lifespan
1: is probably shortened
0: Two. Yes, they they, yeah they eat, they tend to get obese and they don't they can't regulate themselves as well mm-hmm. and they don't um there's a lot of other medical uh, problems. too, like dwarfism has a lot of other medical problems yeah. uh, associated. So the, all of the disorders, either if, if they're development, sex development yeah. disorders or if they're just chromosome disorders, have implications. Nature creates. People, it very the I guess you'd call it the uh, the incident of error has to be very very low for you to survive. Actually, so if there's chromosome problems, if there's immuno, if there's genetic problems or anything like that, will affect. Mm-hmm. So, ironically, it's the opposite. It's nature's trying to produce as close as possible along the lines of what it it needs to to survive, yeah. Yeah. survive. Yeah. otherwise you have other, otherwise you have problems yeah
1: yeah, yeah. so you know and, and it's, it's
0: it's an upside down there's
1: there's an aspect of our society that is trying to be nice and empathetic that changes language around disorders abnormalities anything that is an aberration uh from the norm or is uh, we don't want to say that that's a bad. We don't want to put a moral category on this. This is yes, you yes. know. We don't want to say that you have a disorder. You're you're in your own body. You're beautiful as you are, right? You're beautiful as mm-hmm. you are. In order to be empathetic, or in order to um, decrease the likelihood of people feeling bad for something that they didn't have any control over, which is kind of a noble sentiment. Sentiment, but when we take that too far, we start to not seeing that a disorder is a disorder because it causes complications with regards to survival with regards to not needing a bunch of infrastructure uh, you know w- uh, you know in order to just support yourself like with regard to you it would be a disorder um, to be hooked up to the medical system for your entire life. Now you can go through yes. and, and wrestle with that and say, well, you know, I'm kind of, I'm different, like, and I have a, a bunch of shame in this, and I lost out on opportunities for life. And those that you had to, I'm sure you had to do extra work um, psychologically mm-hmm. to, to shore up yourself and to figure out, you know, w- how to deal with the hand that you're dealt. But mm-hmm. you still have to, do you still need that medical intervention in order to go along with the life that's much more better for yes. you and so it is yes. it, it's kind of it's not something that you can just wish away or uh try to smooth over by saying it's not a disorder that it's some sort of like you're a special i guess you could do that you can say i'm a very special person well
0: yeah you're right so what there was an in between that like they started very negatively about associating disorders you know in the 80s, it was very negative. It was over negative, I guess you'd call it. Uh, if you had a disorder, you were kind of... Um, very, more of a freak. Uh, more of a freak, yeah. yes. And it kind of progressed to kind of in between. So now you need to be accommodated... But we're not going to j- morally judge your, 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 uh, your problems, your, yeah. your difficulties problems, your your We're not going to malign your like character that.
1: based on uh, yeah. disorder.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. We, 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 we understand you need categories. Now it's going completely the other side. Now it's like going, you're a special individual and you betrayed yourself because you took hormones or something. I've yeah. heard of that. Yeah. Like I was a, a magic intersex person that was, I, was, I heard this from again the, the trans community, that I should have just sort of embraced my eunuch. A, my, uh, u, uh, being a unicity, a, 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 a eunuch, a eunuch, it's got a, uh, sorry, it's a uh, castrated male. Yeah, um, yeah. I should have embraced that, you know, because that's how, that's how I was supposed to be. Yeah. And instead I went down and, and grabbed hormones. And they think this is an option I had or something like I yeah. could just have chosen at the age 12 to say, you know, I don't, I don't want any, or uh, at 16, I don't want any of those hormones. I'm going to go, I'm just going to, you know, Eventually, my uh, osteoporosis would catch up to me, and my bones would start breaking. So that's Um, what would
1: have happened had you not gone on puberty. Like your bone structure would not developed.
0: This is a big category uh, because bone calcification happens during puberty, and it only—it's like this—you have that limited window to get your bones calcified, and after that, um, it just doesn't happen. As you know, just you can't catch up. Okay. So, any interruption in puberty immediately have they have to X-ray your bones and make sure you're, you're check your calcium level. They did that a lot, and so yeah, that's a real issue with, with the with puberty. And another thing with puberty is it's five specialties. So it's got endocrinology, urology, bone specialists, neurology, and um, and it should should be psychiatry. Psychology, but um, so I had to go see all four specialists and get evaluated by all four specialists. Mm -hmm. There wasn't just one person in charge. It was a complete. It was a because all of these people know a piece of this puzzle. Okay, you're not going through puberty, therefore your neurological is not developing. Okay, you're not going through puberty. We got to check your bone density. Okay, you're not going through puberty. uh, Urologist, what about your you know prostate? Maybe it's not developed. Um, was not going to be developed properly, and doing all that kind of. So all that has to be checked as I go through puberty. So I had to go through all of these physicians, and I see still, still see around three different specialists. I mean, it's a real drag. I have to, you know, yeah. they want follow ups. I have to take blood tests. The whole thing is just medicalizing. It's very yeah. time consuming. Yeah, you got to when I go on vacation, I have to go. Okay, do I have enough medication? What if I run out of medication? So. It's it's a real life drain. Yeah. And the the less you want to deal unless you have to deal with the medical community, it's better not. Yeah. So I, I find this just as these bizarre surgeries. I mean, you know, I read a one case that Michael Biggs was documenting. This kid was again, he was uh was eighteen years old, he was Amsterdam, and you know, they talked about you know he didn't have enough penile tissue because it hasn't developed yet mm-hmm. so right there you you say to yourself i say to myself there was a developmental disorder in this kid that's what's causing the the uh, lack of uh growth and therefore they're psychos psychologically and sociologically immature they have not gone through change and then they've put this kid on cross-sex hormones which has given them some sort of appearance appearance of going through puberty, but they haven't gone through it. Hmm. And then they did a, a, a penal inversion of this poor kid, and he died. He, he died of septus. The kid died at 18 years old yeah. of septus. And it's like, well, why didn't they just stop it right there? They should have just stopped the whole thing. They should have stopped all, all of this puberty blocking stuff. I mean, we have enough data from the detransitioners and the mm-hmm. and the other stuff I talked about. Mm-hmm. Why why are we still doing this? I don't understand. Why are people still saying, "Well, the data's not it"? I said, "How many more coli clothes cl- 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 have to come forward before you finally get it through your head that any sort of pediatric transition just has to be stopped?" Mm-hmm. You know, it's just hmm. you know, adult transitions we can discuss.
1: Okay, but so you know, so this is a question that. Um, I've brought up on in this series several times, either it's mm-hmm. child abuse to not transition a so-called trans mm-hmm. kid, or it mm-hmm. is child abuse to transition a kid. So th- there's, okay. th- it's either it is, or yeah, it, there's those it's two things. Or so so the it's one, other. it's gotta it's be one, one or the other.
0: other. Yes. It can't be, it can't be something else.
1: So from <laughs> your point of view, Mm-hmm. from your research from your own life you land yes. on the
0: the you, you're you're abusing the child yeah if you're if you're tra- transing the child so if you're transing the child you're giving him a condition that i lived with for to the, for my entire life a developmental disorder which affects their cognitive and physical appearances and you're pressuring them and even adult like people like Richie has talked about this pressuring them into surgeries and other very surgeries that can lead to as this kid death or later down the road possible dial- dialysis because the kidneys can fail um you're committing a human rights violation because there's a human in front of you and you mess them up yeah. and now you're trying to mold them into something that you think they should be Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. not no benefit to the child
1: so and that um only makes sense the other argument only makes sense if you say that there was a kid who was trans before they were already well, trans, and we just fulfilled their destiny, right? So there's a there's this thing called a trans kid, a very special thing, and if they yes, don't get the this kit. lifelong medical uh, regimen, that's highly experimental, and it has, uh, and as the data comes out, it has a widening gulf between success and failure. Um, yes, but but it, that only makes sense if there's a, such thing as a like, trans kid. So you well, could have been used, or people probably say that you were a trans kid. Right. Uh, well, or use yeah, your condition to say that's a trans. Kid.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I was transing into anything other than transing from adolescent to adulthood, yeah. which is actually a type of, which is the only transition you need to make. Um, so, okay, let's say let's say there is this trans kit. Okay, this is we we found it. We found it. We got we got e meters. They say trans. We give them the e meters. They they pop trans. I would still say no. Because Hmm. um, if you intervene as, let's say, the trans kid and you give them a developmental disorder and you cause them not to develop and then you do surgeries on them at that age, even if they were supposed to be happy, they, like, well, how could that? So so now they're supposed to be happy or they were going to be more miserable. That's not really measurable because you've already done all this stuff okay, to them. Yeah. So they better be happy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jazz, <laughs> um, Jazz you, Jennings has no choice. I mean, they ha- I guess they have three choices. They can be happy with it and mm-hmm. and continue with this um, narrative that they've mm-hmm. grown up in. The only narrative that they ever know. They can yes. say, this was a mistake and I renounced the mm-hmm. whole thing, which a lot of people's lives are going to be ruined if they do that their parents um tlc all these movie producers will be seen as child abusers and jazz mm-hmm. jennings would have to say okay well you guys what you did to me was wrong and then mm-hmm. there's a third option which is to stop um yes euphemistically just to nope out
0: yeah i i don't is jazz is that still running are these that shows still going on yeah. um <laughs> Yeah. So um I don't know why it goes on. Um yeah, so Jazz would either have two options. Either Jazz is going to pretend still this was a good idea, even though he said or she said or they said I'm just gonna use all pronouns at all times. Um the uh either jazz is going to go along with this or jazz is going to be very, very miserable because jazz, if you look at jazz right now, jazz is a bit um obese. Um Jazz has talked about not having any sexual function. Uh, jazz is now supposed to be asexual. They just create another category, I guess, if they're not go- it's not going on, just create another category. Hmm. And so Jazz can't have really intimate relationships. So, so Jazz has lost something which Jazz doesn't understand what he has lost because he never experienced that. It's like the lobotomy. The the lobotomy person can't explain after the lobotomy what happened. They're just lobotomized. They're just okay. Okay. So
1: yeah. So it's not measurable. So this trans kid, this ideal trans kid, even this this kid that was propped up as the trans kid, Mm -hmm. you are saying doesn't even know what they're missing. Yes. And the adults around them can't admit that without Mm -hmm. accepting you know i i abused my child i i i sterilized Uh, my child i psychologically and physically abused my child and i did it Mm. in public for fame like that's what you would have to actually
0: yeah you'd have to admit those things you'd have to say well we we put our child through this transition because originally we we believed the experts and um then if you if you pay attention to the series like in the middle they start looking very ill i mean even the father starts saying i thought this was was gonna be better or something he said something like that and um so i think it's just like sunk costs. they have sunk so much into this child yeah. as being as yeah. representative of transness yeah that they can't stop. They just gotta put okay. keep putting more and more Which money is, in that and
1: that that's one thing when it's just one family, but when a state like California goes down this road and oh, you know Peter the Pan state, yeah. The, yeah, and and their district attorney and their governor and then the entire school system all gets on board with this thing, how could they be expected to admit that they've basically committed one of the greatest human rights violations of this century? Um up to and, including yeah. perhaps that euphemistically called uh, pestilence that we were talking about, yeah that, the response yes. to that. Um
0: so. they yeah they act yeah during the pestilence, um as you noticed, that they made a whole bunch of horrible decisions. Um, which you may have gone, which over, have or not delayed
1: gone over. child development specifically with the school closures yes, and yes,
0: stuff. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Because I used to work in, um, I used to work in uh, university for thirteen years. Oh wow! Okay. So I, I enjoyed your, uh, your, your evergreen episodes. It was so, <laughs> it was like you, you could, That was like, it wasn't that bad, but it was. A yeah. so small, it's like evergreen scale is around two or three versus evergreen is like a ten. Again, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so yeah, um no they they the, what they do with the now they're just telling everybody they never said that during the the pestilence they just they're just memory hole it yeah. it's like no no we never required back, uh, whatever yeah. we never required that stuff you, you guys are just making out no 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 yeah we, yeah. We, yeah i know you have recordings of us yeah that yeah stuff,
1: but... well i guess that's the best we can hope for because i know yes. that the parents uh, especially the moms who who get on board the trans train trans kid train mm-hmm. um they are going to have to deal with that one way or another but the um medical establishment the professionals the experts will always just be able to say either i mean their reputation is going to be damaged Right, but they they'll just go and weasel out of it and say, "Well, we you know we the we were just doing the medical, the evidence wasn't in, you know, we're just doing the best." And blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah,
0: blah. yeah. What what or they're going to do that. is I, yeah. I think what they're going to do is they're going to they're already reviewing the research, so I think they're going to come out like really happily endorsing a gender affirming care, and then putting like a line or two saying, "Well, we're pausing puberty blockers until so yeah. and so date," and so they're just. Yeah. dismantle it yeah. in this closet while they are pretending like they're not like everything's okay Yeah. Well, so they're, they're going to they kind of low, drown it in the bathtub yeah. in the back yeah. without m- admitting that they did everything wrong Yeah. And,
1: yeah.
0: and then I think which just is simply
1: I mean it's yeah. better than this continuing yeah
0: yeah it's it, I would I would accept any sort of end yeah um, I think that unfortunately if you don't hold people accountable it, it may repeat itself in some other way down because he seems to keep popping up yeah Throughout centuries, and I I just, I just, and plus that people lose complete trust. I mean, you go to your medical professional, and it's like, okay, do is this a is this medication good for me, or is it good for the pharmaceutical industry? Which one, which one is it? Which one?
1: Yeah, and (laughs) and uh, to be fair, we do not, we can't exactly say in every case.
0: Yes, that's true. That's true. We can't, we can't say. so, (laughs) So, So yeah.
1: Yeah. What are you um, working on going forward? Uh what are you up to going forward?
0: Uh as far as this I guess as far uh, as, as this
1: topic cuz you have made videos, you do make videos. So you have made Yes, video, I have made yeah. videos. Um and um, you, you engage in in conversations
0: with myself. I, Buck Angel. I, 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 I of, try yeah. yeah Buck Angel, yes. Okay. Um uh, again, I will I will as as long as my uh opinions, I mean those videos took me an awful long time. Yeah. You know it's it, and, and and trying to get over the youtube black you know Box, shadow banning yeah. everybody yeah. it's just they have it's it's very difficult to even get over the noise so um i will just keep hmm. you know I, I i i've talked to several several people in the gc including um you know and i'll keep you know if my if my advice and my experience is helpful for people, I will keep speaking up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to do this. Just keep, yeah. you know, because it took me two years to get some sort of, yeah. To get people to pay attention it does get a little wearing sometimes because as you know you just attack well, from every side is
1: there so. any resources uh i mean uh, for people to learn the trusted resources for people to uh, disentangle the um appropriation of uh, disorders of sexual development from the gender crew or from that you know progress yeah pride flag you know you, they, you added y'all there. Didn't that feel special? Uh, yeah, like you got your they, own they, triangle yes, and a they, circle they've, right in there.
0: They've, they've created a flag, a yellow flag with a big zero on it, which represents how much they care about the people in that flag. <laughs> Ooh, okay. It's just a big zero. Nice. <laughs> okay.
1: But it's a purple zero, so it's kind of royal and... You
0: know, they've they I don't know. It's Snug. like nationalism. I thought nationalism was a bad thing. And now it's now everybody's nationalist about their sexuality. It's yeah. a nationalist identity. Yeah. <laughs> um to to learn about sexual development, it's very difficult because all the stuff is um, um been all the actual evidence has been suppressed by Google and all the huh? sort of pseudo evidence has been boosted by Google okay. because Google's no longer Google is no longer Google. Google now has official sources which they tag, whether it's a website, and those get boosted up. And a lot of those just have disinformation in them. Um, the best way of coming at that is to actually—I mean, there's the the Paradox Paradox Institute mm-hmm. uh, with—that's um, one good resource. Um, they cover DSD stuff a lot. Yeah,
1: with Zach Elliot and uh, Zach Zach Elliot. They're
0: they're they're great. They're they're great and um other things you could do is that's why I, I mentioned the uh disorders and the uh the um the problems that these uh d s d s cause like kidney problems and so forth, because that stuff is still out there. you can still find that stuff, yeah. and I don't like to concentrate on the disorders the the problems, but it's the only thing that people can find because if you if you google. Anything from Scientific America, they say it's like XXY, is like you add the X to the Y and then you subtract the Y to the X and you come up with this in-between person, which is very, very offensive, but it's very hard to speak over them. Hmm. So what I do is I say, how could a disorder be a natural occurring occurrence like red hair, which they keep comparing to, yet have all these... Uh, yeah. disorders such as problems with kidneys, problems with hearts, problems with blood Bone pressure, gross, yeah. neurological problems, eight eight ADHD. How could these two exist simultaneously? Yeah. Um that's that's why I want to challenge people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you want to support people with disorders, then fix the healthcare system for Christ's sake. Huh. I mean <laughs> huh. I'm my insurance pays thirty-seven thousand dollars a year to pay for medication and hormones and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, why don't we talk about that? What about diabetes? You know, without carrying diabetes, that's a life-saving thing. So, um, all of these things, I think, all of this stuff is a distraction. Yeah. Um, to try to, con- to, to try distract people from the fact that our governments and government officials, I think that's okay to say on YouTube, are not really doing their job. Yeah. They're just, yeah, they're just yeah. basically, they're just distracting yeah. stuff. They're just saying, oh, it's all identity. We don't have to fix the healthcare system because you can just identify into your own problem. Yeah,
1: or identify <laughs> so, out of it, yeah. Um,
0: or identify out of it.
1: So what what do you do beyond this, then? Is there, like, a cool hobby, like your, your favorite Oh, thing? cool hobby? Yeah.
0: Um, oh, I just, you know, I just, I do, Uh, let's see here. Yeah, you got your
1: Moog.
0: Got my Moog. Wow, Moog that's stuff. a
1: serious problem. Bit of equipment there. That's chunky. Oh yeah,
0: yeah This is a uh, this is a a a a Euro rack version of a Moog fifty five, mm-hmm. um, which went on sale for half price, oh. and I pick one up. <laughs> so these used to be about like twenty thousand dollar units, and uh, Behringer make them for under. Uh, you can get one under a thousand dollars now, and okay. have a full move and so i do this this kind of stuff i rather do this kind of stuff because it's fun yeah versus you know trying to battle <laughs> battle everybody yeah totally the in a, in, a, in a game where where you just lose more friends and make more enemies yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know i like to stand up for the truth so oh. i i, I yeah. we got to be accurate or else i can tell you the uh, ramifications down the road for these trans kids Is going to be astronomical. I think even gender critical people will be shocked at the problems that they have to to endure with Mm -hmm. and already enduring with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. and I, and I feel like I have to be obligated to say something or else I'm complicit in the the confusion. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know,
1: well, thank you so much, James, for reaching out. Oh, you're very welcome. Anytime getting me into trouble. And then, um, uh, oh I, I think
0: you would be fine you would be fine I, <laughs> I i i've settled i've settled all my disputes everybody's, everybody's <laughs> pretty happy now i'm not i'm not i'm not going to fight anybody i've i've actually i've I've met uh the the individuals and yeah. we've oh good we get along good. so it's yeah no it's they're all good. All, it's all
1: everybody's good. lovely everybody's lovely we just everybody's lovely we get we get into little spats on the internet that's all it is you know we,
0: it's a very difficult area yeah you gotta you gotta give people a little slack yeah, it's a very absolutely. difficult area
1: so <laughs> um uh hopefully you can send me a track so that i can end the episode with like one of your moog tracks
0: oh you want a moog track hopefully
1: could you could you send this one and then we'll just okay. end with it like
0: okay i'll, I'll send you a moog track okay. for you okay okay here we go and that that'll just be playing and i'll end the recording oh wow that was one stuff.